was about bringing up controversial subjects and a series of quests for strange horrors. It feels good. Guidance is internal. We live on a placid island of ignorance in the midst of black seas of infinity. Do not think there are things in this universe which you cannot understand and which are true. Welcome to Far Off Topic, episode 15. I'm your host, Fiasco Jones, and with me on this adventure in audio brain destruction is... Dewey! Uh, how are things? Things are okay. Just lovely catching up with you. It's just awesome <laughs> to catch up with you. Yeah. Things are okay. Uh, things are okay here, too. We just went on a... Uh, we were out... There was a, a weird kind of uh, family community thing where they, they bring out all these construction vehicles, and Charlie oh, yeah. Kid Shoes is out there playing on them. Yeah, he's a maniac for construction things. I don't know what that means for the future, his future. Um, maybe he'll be a contractor. Yeah. Maybe he will just be like that crazy killdozer guy who just you know, one mm-hmm. day he makes a giant tank out of a, of a bulldozer and goes on a rampage. Oh, that guy. We- the one yeah, that went through, like, easy. the town and just started attacking people. <laughs> right, right. Okay. So right now, it's tough to say what his fascination with is, is with the machines. Uh, we're hoping it's a peaceful one, but we don't know. And, you know, psh, let's, we're just... How do, you, how do you say we're trusting in God? I don't, I don't, I don't know the phrase is, but yeah, whatever the the, the fate. It's impressive that can, uh, for an atheist yeah. to trust in God. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. That just means I don't care. I mean, it's just, it is, it is, it is yeah. what it is. <laughs> He's young. Things uh, will change yeah, too. Yeah. But that also uh, stoked some of my anxiety that kind of very much segues into our show because probably everyone in the world right now is aware that there's something known as a coronavirus epidemic mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it only occurred to me once I was in the middle of this crowd of people that uh, this probably isn't the smartest place to be. I'm uh, just saying, like, I mean, like all these people walking around and, Coughing. you know, it's... Yeah, so so when it came down to uh, let's do a, a show today, I had this one kind of in the sh- on the on the ready to go shelf. So we're gonna do that today. I'm excited. I'm very excited. So as rapidly as the virus itself is spreading, so are the rumors that China is hiding a dark secret regarding COVID-19, a secret it intends to hide no matter the consequences. That sounds grim. It sounds like it's time for. Apocalyptic Monomania. And I looked as he opened the sixth seal, and behold, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became as black as sackcloth. Judgment. So, it should be prefaced that uh, things are happening so rapidly, so... Mm-hmm. Everything in this episode is, as of this recording, yes. this is the situation. Um, tomorrow, as I'm editing this, it will things probably... Yeah, in a dramatic way, because here's the thing. So as I was writing this up just for this episode, uh, U.S. health officials are preparing for the COVID-19 coronavirus, which has killed at least 2,979 people and sickened more than 86,000 worldwide as of this recording to become a pandemic, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Dr. Nancy Messonnier, who is director of the CDC's National Center for Immunization and Respiratory Disease, told reporters... We're not seeing community spread here in the United States yet, but it's very possible, even likely, that it may eventually happen. Our goal continues to be slowing the introduction of the virus into the U.S. This buys us more time to prepare communities for more cases and possibly sustained spread. 
And within days of that statement, a case of community infection was reported in Northern California, then another in Oregon, followed by Seattle. Uh, Is it too soon to say pandemic is here? I don't know. But with pandemic on our mind, I thought it would be interesting to delve into some of the frightening conspiracy theories that have sparked since the virus started to spread. Because much like in war, the first casualty in a plague is the truth. We've been told that this originated in an open seafood market where you've got a market that you've got bats and cats and pigs and and all sorts of animals all at once. But there is also speculation that perhaps it did not originate there. Tell us what you know. Yeah. So, Maria, here's what we do know. This virus did not originate in the Wuhan animal market. Epidemiologists who are widely respected from China who have published a study in the International Journal The Lancet have demonstrated that several of the original cases did not have any contact with that food market. The virus went into that food market before it came out of that food market. So we don't know where it originated, but we do know that we have to get to the bottom of that. We also know that just a few miles away from that food market is China's only biosafety level four super laboratory that researches human infectious diseases. Now, we don't have evidence that this disease originated there, but because of China's duplicity and dishonesty from the beginning, we need to at least ask the question to see what the evidence says. And China right now is not giving any evidence on that question at all. Where do we start? Maybe with Senator Tom Cotton's disturbing promotion of the idea that China may have been engineering coronavirus in a lab there in Wuhan. Most disturbing is that this assertion is backed up by The Lancet, or is it, a <laughs> renowned peer-reviewed science publication. And uh, Tiwi, uh, you, you dug into this, and what did you discover? I read The Lancet... Um, publication, I didn't see anything that it said specifically that this was probably or likely to be engineered. It just, it did mention that the first, it did sort of question, I guess, the legitimacy of what the Chinese government initially reported. And And how's that? um, Because it said that, I guess the Chinese government said that the first cases were coming from this um, seafood market in Wuhan. And in actuality, I think the first few cases, I don't remember which number of cases, but they had no connection to the seafood market whatsoever. So it was kind of more, not quite the truth. So, and it did talk about- Maybe that's what Tom Cotton was actually getting to, and I really very rarely defend Tom Cotton, but- um, Maybe that's what he's getting to, because I think that he's basically saying that you can't trust China. I mean, you just can't, like, because- I will say- if you're going to have a conspiracy conspiracy theory around a virus, this one's pretty good um, to, to kind of rally around because and it would actually fall in line with like maybe a Chinese agenda because the virus does typically it looks like mostly attack men um, who are middle aged um, like the mortality rate was higher for men who were in their 40s right. and it seems like children are, for the most part, it's mild. So, I don't know. You think about, like, what's a problem happening in China? <laughs> too right, many, balancing too, some population too issues. Too many men. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But then you can also uh, think that that's just naturally, like, how viruses also, you know, preserve themselves is they attack where they have the most 
replication opportunity. So who knows? Where I actually saw something also that's similar to that and kind of explaining why it is probably destroying men in that population. Um, because in China, the, the rate for smoking there is absurd. It's like 59% uh, of all men yeah. smoke. And they smoke... And almost exclusively, it's a men's thing. Women don't smoke there. It's also that's that, that those kind of statistics are also um, shown, seen in um, Indonesia and the Middle East, where women it's a big thing for men to smoke for a long time, yeah, from like the age like fourteen a, to a factor yeah. for sure. Yeah. And I so, mean, and women are just for whatever reason, it's not. It's culturally a men's thing. So women are are, are so their lungs are better. You know, their 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 lungs are, lungs are more capable of fighting off the, the disease. It would seem. And I think, yeah, I mean that definitely sounds like. I mean, it's not going to help your lungs to smoke. I think we figured that out. So now I feel like then we're circling back to this is an engineered thing to destroy all men on the planet. Or we could just go with what Donald Trump, our fearless leader, said and just assume that it's a liberal conspiracy. Oh, we'll, well, we'll tackle that on, on part two because <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that has everything to do with response and, and, and a mixture of conspiracy mm. because uh, who, who really has, I mean, ultimately, who has everything to gain from this coronavirus? That's the Democrats. Yeah, I feel like does anyone have anything? I don't think anyone's going to gain anything from this virus other than the maker of masks. Uh, let's see, we're narrowing it down. <laughs> this, is how, which, this is how it works. Which, by the way, apparently are manufactured in China. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And then, of course, all the manufacturing down there has stopped. So probably I know. Just, well, that's yeah, actually that's- hurting the global supply and kind of <laughs> also contributing to the shortage of PPE. And that's the other thing, too, about the idea of an engineered um, disease is that I think since World War One, people have realized, oh, yeah, when they started using chemicals on the, war, on, on the battlefield, that – uh, these things have a tendency to uh, spring back on you, and they're uncontrollable. So mm-hmm. let's just say, hypothetically, uh, the laboratory in Wuhan, which is a level four pathogenic lab, um, accidentally, you know, maybe the janitor got some on his, you know, hand. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, you're like, it doesn't happen on level four. But sometimes things happen, you know? Some things yeah. happen. He walks outside. They've been working on this thing maybe to... I don't know, destroy the, the male population and bring back women's, you know, <laughs> a balance with women. Uh, and, you know, also now it's, now it's eating up the population. I'm sure they're like, oh, crap. But they also, if that was the case, too, if they knew it was a weapon that they released, their response was also pretty terrible. I mean, it only makes sense, though, if it was going to be a weapon against your people. If this theory about, like, getting rid of men, it literally only makes sense in that way because otherwise like i guess i don't know what's the end goal here right to just wipe out all men because yeah. last i heard the, the leader of china is a dude yeah that's so. what i mean so it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't really like yeah track <laughs> but i will say though so this is an interesting thing so uh the website zero hedge which has a penchant for stoking conspiracist anxiety published a very interesting take on the coronavirus as a weapon meme almost immediately after cases started appearing outside of china because i mean that's that's their their bread and butter anyway so they, they're always looking for the conspiracy um their assertion is that chinese nationals in china 
stole virus samples from a lab in Winnipeg and smuggled them to China, uh-huh. where scientists there went to work weaponizing the microbe. Um, and that is clearly corroborated by more state publications. For instance, uh, Science Mag reported on the incident back in July uh, regarding the actual inc- uh, um, theft. Uh, theft. I, I, here's the thing. Uh, at the time, they didn't know what it was about. They just said, so this is what the uh, science said. It said on uh, the 5th of July, officials at the National Microbiology Laboratory in Winnipeg, Canada, escorted, I'm going to screw this up, but oh well, Jiango <laughs> Kui, biologist Kendig Cheng, and an unknown number of her students from the lab and revoked their access rights, according to Canadian media reports. The Public Health Agency of Canada, which operates the lab, confirmed it had referred an administrative matter to the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, but said it would not provide additional details because of privacy concerns. It was only, obviously, you know, months mm. later that uh, Zero Hedge zeroed in on this story of uh, a Chinese national mm-hmm. being kicked off of a lab and said, okay, whoa, 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 here's the thing. She went back to China and you know, clearly she stole samples. Mm-hmm. So um, I feel like that's a stretch. I actually don't think it's a stretch to steal samples. I think it's a stretch to say we're... I think it'd be a stretch to get the samples out. You think? Yes. I mean... I don't know. She was, she was high up there. She was like a boss. Yeah, you can do anything already, when you're the boss. They caught her already. Like, no, if you're I already... Think they, they're not going to let you keep the samples. No, she already, she, she already, like, I'm sure, like, sent them back with one of her, like, couriers. One of her students went back. Do you know back. how hard it is to ship samples? No, I, 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 if you put it in your bag, you just wrap it up and say oh. it's my oatmeal. So they're just not going to go through security checks? What Do you think a TSA person knows what a, uh, to, like, a culture, cultured biology the culture sample looks like? culture would have to be at a certain stable temperature. Like, they're very, like, you can't just, like throw them around and usually you need dry ice i'm just well, saying go. i'm just you know so you can't just throw it in your in your baggage is no. what you're saying no like i've had so many samples because you know for my work we ship samples and they get ruined and they're like ruined so they'll say it's destabilized and especially with microbes uh, they can grow other things if you don't have the right temperature and so, so when you're shipping these things, though, mm-hmm. you're saying what what kind of safe what what do you have to do to well, ship them? Like you there's to, actually a, a standard in the U.S. It's called IATA. What does that stand for? It's a acronym for something I can't remember. But anyways, I think it's transport. Blah 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 blah. Anyways, basically, it's just you if you're shipping a sample from let's say point A to point B. Usually, you have to put the sample in some sort of stable containment thing. Then you have to put a secondary like like just a foam a foam box to do no, right no 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 You're, we're not even there yet no oh. I'm talking like <laughs> like let's say we're we're shipping like serum okay like blood okay. serum so or coronavirus you, can, you know or, yeah or whatever. samples yeah. yeah so you put it into a sealable tube right then you mm-hmm. put the tube into a leak proof containment bag and it has to have an like absorbent a, like padding. So that if it okay, breaks, so not, a, not a Ziploc. No, well, it's kind of like a Ziploc, but it's like got absorbent material in it too. So it's a, there's a napkin inside your Ziploc. Yes. Then you roll it okay. up real tight, right? Then uh-huh. you're going to put it in another bag that is supposed to be leak proof. So okay. another Ziploc bag. Yes. Then you put it into the foam thing with like your layer of dry ice or whatever temperature it needs to be. If it's ambient, 
or room temperature. You don't usually need dry ice, obviously. Um, and if it's going to be shipped somewhere that the ambient temperature is above the temperature of the specimen, then you do need to put cooling packs. So it's like you have to, there's a lot of like, um, but temperature like, okay, so sensitivity th- issues involved. So, so with that said, but what are the, like, are there any other, do you have to slap a, slap a sticker on there? Oh, that yeah. says this you has have been- to like use a special box. <laughs> so the foam box goes inside of a cardboard box and then there's certain labels that have to go on the outside. Um, and forgive me cause I don't remember cause they're printed on my box, but I don't have to write them anymore. Um, but there's a sticker that goes on there. It's like UA something, something, something. I don't know. UN something. I don't know. And then there's a little line that has the kilograms of dry ice because you have to put the exact weight of your dry ice on the outside of your box. Then there's the airway bill that has to specify what it is that you're transporting, what kind of specimen. Because if it's a hazardous substance like serum, then it has to be labeled as such. Interestingly, though, you know what you can ship in the mail with very little, like, concern for anything? CRISPR? Feces. Uh, (laughs) Oh, look at that. (laughs) I was, like, surprised by that. You can ship stool samples, like, ambient in, like, just a padded envelope. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. Learn something every day. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why that is, but... Yeah. I mean, I called their lab multiple times to confirm that. So, yeah. <laughs> now, question though, like in this whole uh, process, though, at what point do the cops come in and check that you're not sending coronavirus? Like, even if you said, like, okay, it, what if you just said, oh, I'm just sh- shipping blank cultures to so and so? There's nothing on them, nothing that you need to worry about. Um, leave them alone. Um, hmm. So let's who, say, what, okay, so you're saying like you have a bunch of petri dishes. And you're just shipping them? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's to like my buddy hard. who collects Petri dishes. Okay, well, it's hard to ship things out of the country. Because I used to ship things to Canada. Actually, not too recently. Like, I would ship supplies to Canada for a research study. And you have to... There's, like, so much... I mean, I guess it's not impossible, but you have to have like what it is, why you're shipping it. There's taxes on everything. So... I mean, I'm an I'm a, I'm a international biological terrorist I, I have money they hold the spo- the supplies like they they're very um inquisitive because <laughs> i had some they were actually face masks that we were shipping right to a hospital and um they held them because they said i labeled something incorrectly i feel like i don't know i just oh. don't think it would be that easy to ship live like samples of like microbes Unless you did mm. it, I don't know. What if you say? What if you sent it with, like you were you were already planning on sending like normal stuff, and you're just like you know here's a little petri dish of coronavirus for you, you know, buddy. You know, mm. just put it in there, you know. I feel like there's a way. I, I feel like there's something because the, the rubes at the border are not. Maybe they, if they, you they don't had know. a private plane, I feel like you could do it if you had a private plane. You can do anything with a private plane. That is true. That's the the upper tier can do whatever the hell they want. There yeah. are no laws for the yeah, upper tier. Yeah, because I just remembered like when we were shipping something for this Saudi prince, he basically was like private plane. Private plane gets you anything you want. <laughs> That's not, that story sounds really made up, but uh, it's true. No, I was. Not, it's not like I, like no Saudi prince. Oh, no, I just yeah. <laughs> I worked Lots at of a people hotel. have that anecdote in their pocket. <laughs> 
I worked at a hotel, a Saudi prince. They came here, his like him and his sister and cousins or I don't know, a bunch of family people. They came here just to shop and they do like these big shopping sprees. And then they came and I worked in the business center and they wanted to ship a bunch of things back to Saudi Arabia. And I was having difficulty because apparently it's very difficult to ship to the Middle East um, using like FedEx or UPS. And then we ended up uh, private planning some stuff. So, yeah. Ah, look at that. You uh, can you 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 are now a uh, uh co-conspirator in some kind of uh i'm sure nefarious thing no i packed the boxes so i know it was in them there was no microbes <laughs> also that was oh, like oh. just guns like 15 just lots of years guns. ago <laughs> the show, there was just guns <laughs> guns and face masks i mean you know a normal american stuff yeah duh <laughs> Moving on, the could, with stay, st- but staying on this idea that that uh, China might actually be up to some no good. Um, the numbers. Let's talk about the numbers. Uh, on February first, and I saw this actually ha- when it actually happened, and then it just dropped off. On February first, the Tencent webpage, and now Tencent is a company in China, mm-hmm. and actually here they, I think they own uh, lots of e gaming or esports. I think they own Blizzard now. They own. Oh. Okay. A ton of 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 games. Um, so, well, uh, on February first, the Tencent webpage showed confirmed cases of the COVID nineteen virus in China as standing at over a hundred and fifty four thousand cases, which was ten times the official figure at the time. It listed the number of suspected cases as over seventy nine thousand, which was four times the official figure. The numbers were eventually quickly like dropped. Yeah, uh, and like I said, when that story came out, it was February first. No one's come back to it, and no one's really talked about it. But where we're at now, I do wonder if I don't know. Like this, is my, my paranoid part of me comes out and is like, okay, maybe like China does have an, an interest in kind of stymieing the news. Maybe they can't yeah. stop it, but like really blunting. They like the, to the, hide the negative press. They're very Trumpian in that way. I would say right, that because they're also the the manufacturer of the world, and they're trying to like, oh no no no, there's no trouble here. Let's, they don't want to freak people out. Right. They don't want to freak the markets out. Which of course, as we know now, they already got freaked out. They're freaked out. But I will say, I think. I mean, there's. I do believe they probably are lying about the numbers because if you look at like the little videos of Wuhan and it's like a ghost town and that's a big, like a big place. It's like New York city and there's like nothing like no one on the streets. There was a video of some, some student made that was going to school there. And she said that basically they just ended school without much notice and just everything was closed. She was living in the dorms, had like almost every single person went back to their like home, wherever that was. She was an international student. So she was like, what do I do? She said they stopped serving food. She basically was like, I don't know where to go. So she ended up going to like another country. Oh. Um, and I guess she couldn't come to the US because of our like travel bans. Right. So she ended up like going to Africa, I think she said. But um I mean, I think you don't do that for like, you know, 20,000. Right. We're at the point now where the virus has, has come to the United States. It's everywhere. It's in Italy. It's in Iran. It's in South Korea. It's in my city. But the idea that now this idea of this non, this, was it called community transmission, um, where mm-hmm. people are catching it or they're coming up with the symptoms 
despite never having traveled in foreign country, despite not knowing anyone that comes to a foreign country, which makes me think something I read along earlier, early on is that the disease does not present for very, it has a very early gestation, I guess, whatever you call that. Incubation. Yeah. And it only until the end when it actually starts catching, like picking up. But during that entire time, when you feel great, you're transmitting. You're spreading you're you're spreading it. and yeah. infecting people. And that looks like the most that that actually looks like it's proving out to be true because if it's already in the United States, so here in Vegas we had uh, the Chinese New Year's big and it was uh, a few months ago. It was actually during like January, February um, when mm. things were really kicking off and the, the you know, no one here, the, the casinos, the, the airport, no one wanted to stop that because that meant money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, well, you know, if someone's coughing, whatever, we'll, we'll deal with it then. But, you know, other than that, they're hands off. And I'm wondering if, you know, <laughs> this whole population is infected. If there's, yeah. if it, you know, if, if it's actually spread much, much, much further than we even know. And maybe even these this, these Tencent leaks or these kind of unofficial leaks. Yeah. Um, and you have to consider the fact that Tencent... And any corporation in China, which is a dominant player, mm-hmm. is part of the party apparatus. They're, they're, it's not like companies here where they have they're really separate, and you know they're they have no, no real yeah. interweavings. The party and these businesses are almost one and the same. So for them to have these numbers temporarily leak them and then pull them back, uh, I don't know. It doesn't sound so fucking off base, but the fact that no one's actually come back and to this story and brought it up makes me think well maybe it's just there's such thing as typos as well you know <laughs> there, so. yeah but i don't know i think that there's just so much changing from day to day that honestly maybe they don't even care what the numbers are in terms of like they i don't think anyone trusts what the chinese government is saying which i think is also why people are freaking out i think part of it is right. sort of like they think or almost intuitively know that the information that we're receiving is just not we're not getting everything and so we have to like figure it out. Right. And so it was only a few days later, I think it's February 13th, that another story came out from uh, Hubei province. The article read, Hubei province has been thrown into doubt after Chinese authorities reported more than 13,000 extra cases going back over an unknown number of days or weeks. The World Health Organization said the huge jump in cases was due to a change in the way that the authorities were counting them. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mean, I guess, I, I mean, sort of, I, I understand that the, the, what they were saying is that before they had to go through like an MRI and that took forever. Mm. So the cases were low, but when they, I guess they started just doing just like real, just basic temperature and this and that. And they said, okay, yeah, you all, all of you have them. And it sort of basically emptied out the, the backlog of possible cases. So then, mm-hmm. it, you know, went up. Okay. That, uh, that sounds like a legit reason, you know, but mm-hmm. if, if that's also the case, maybe that going back to the 10 cent thing, maybe that they knew that, going in they had two figures one was the mri figure the other was oh yeah all the people we've actually treated for like high you know mm-hmm. um temperatures and and other related symptoms flu like symptoms yeah. right that is one hundred fifty-four thousand. <laughs> but yeah so i mean it's because, i mean china's a big place One hundred fifty thousand is not actually a lot of people no. for that country that's why i feel like it has to be a high number because you don't just shut commerce down like that for like just a few thousand and i mean god knows what it's like now that was february 1st when that tencent article came out Mm -hmm. um and considering where markets are at right now and how people are getting really nervous and china's really shutting things down manufacturing slowing down um 
there, there has to be a real I'm hit. I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> How are you feeling? <laughs> uh, I'm feeling kind of nervous. I, I feel like I, I talk myself into it more and more. Um, but I also don't. I, I in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, it's not a big deal, you know, because <laughs> uh, we we haven't even gotten into mortality. We really, really haven't talked about like what the the thing will do to you when it gets to you. But uh, mm-hmm. in the back of my head, I keep thinking, well, it's it'll be fine because one, you know, I don't smoke. Um, I am in the. You know, what you should buy. Pitch me. <laughs> you should get um, what are those things called? A nebulizer. I have one. What does that do? It helps clear your lungs. How? It just puts like um, hypertonic saline, so it's like salt, which helps clear your airway. Oh. You inhale it. And then what, you start coughing? Yeah. Well, that's the only way to clear your lungs. Yeah. Oh. You cough. You should get one. All right. Just in case. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll talk more about that at the uh, second half when we talk about preparedness. Okay. Prepare, preparedness and a dose of paranoia. You know, it's it's it all goes hand in mm-hmm. hand. Um, so yeah, I think the, I suspect the numbers are really really high. I think the numbers in the United States now, as we're we're sitting here, I think they're really really high. Um, if you're talking about mm-hmm. community infection, they have to be. I mean, there the the there the, there just has to be a, a, a stealth population of people who are currently infected that just don't know it and. I think that you know now that we're seeing cases by the day go up, get reported, that number is going to increase dramatically because people who are walking around, if, if that timer is going off, you know, that timer is like tick, 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 boom, and then people are just going to start exploding. But by this point, yeah. <laughs> by this point, God knows where they've been because like you, the, the was it the kid was a high schooler, and you're saying his uh, his high school was being disinfected for three days oh so yeah the 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 kid that the most recent case i guess that we have in washington is a high school student who has no travel history doesn't know anyone who did have a recent travel history he just came down with the the coronavirus i guess he started showing symptoms um flu-like symptoms he went to a facility where i work (laughs) and um was tested and then went back to school. Oh! <laughs> yeah. And then it ended up that he tested positive for coronavirus. And, um, yeah. What's the liability yeah. for that? Um, I don't know, but they said they're closing the school. So I saw messaging that was coming from the school that they're going to close it for three days next week to, I imagine they're already cleaning, but to do more cleaning. I don't know. If I was a parent sending my kid there... I would just transfer my kid. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I think, yeah, part of the the panic, too, is like now other schools are saying that other people are being, I guess, quarantined um, that work at the schools in my area, like teachers. And that's the thing is it's just a terrible time to come down with like a sniffle because uh, you're going to well, be. Yeah, because now g- we have rules at my work. If you come down with a sniffle, you're not allowed to come to work. Oh, for real? Yes. Fuck! <laughs> Damn, this is getting real serious, a sniffle. I mean, I have allergies, so I guess maybe if my no, mind... it said, they sent a message today, actually. Um, what does that say? It basically says, like, if you have respiratory symptoms, please stay home. There's a worldwide shortage of the N95 masks, just a bunch of stuff about PPE, don't use it, like... It was, a, it was a long message about coronavirus. PPE and is what? They, personal protection something what? Personal protective equipment. Uh, so like the face masks. They said um, don't use it? Oh, they just don't use it around the hot, don't don't overuse the stuff they have? 
Yeah. Healthy people shouldn't be using them. Healthy people don't need to be wearing them in public. They don't even really do anything in that capacity to like stop you from getting the virus. The sick people really should be wearing them. And we mostly need them for like hospital staff because mm. of the shortage. They're the people who are really going to be in com- in contact with actually infected people. What do you think about the idea that the virus came from space? Uh, what? <laughs> So, Professor Chandra (laughs) Wickramashing of Birmingham Astrobiology Center contributed to a paper submitted last week to the Lancet, of course, because they apparently have no standards, in which he proposes (laughs) that a meteorite, which crashed in October 2019 in Sunyan City, also called Song Yuan, some 2,000 kilometers or 1,300 miles north of Wuhan, the center of the coronavirus outbreak, may have spread hundreds of trillions of infective viral particles that were embedded in the form of fine carbonaceous dust as it blazed through the Chinese atmosphere until it fell Mm. to Earth. Wickrismonging is well-known British mathematician, astronomer, and astrobiologist who strongly supports the idea of panspermia, the idea that space rocks and spacecraft mm. carrying and spreading living organisms around the Earth are the ones that seeded life. I mean, I guess anything is possible. <laughs> um, it's true. We did say, didn't we say we found like microbes on Mars or something? No, so not guess, yet. We uh, haven't. We, there's, there has been no actual definitive. Oh, proof that well, there's life then, outside of the United yeah, States. I don't know. I don't know. That's a stretch, I guess, but I can't, I guess you can't rule it out. But I will say this makes me think the Lancet really needs to, like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Their Their maybe, maybe like, weird. poke into, like, what, what are the publication yeah. standards for the Lancet? Should we be publishing I mean, the, the Lancet? Ones, I think we should. They so. are the ones that published the whole MMR autism paper oh the one that got the whole vaccine don't vaccine your kids vaccinate your kids yeah dr wakefield i i'm on with you there even though i do think it's a it's a fun sci-fi plot that the aliens might be trying to attack us through uh passive seeding of uh biological attacks against us but it wouldn't make any sense because how would a virus that's been living in space most likely evolved on some other planet before that planet exploded and got shot out into the you know universe? How would it evolve to infect us like as a virus? You know, like I mean, are we, you know, the reason why viruses work so well against us is because they've evolved with us, and so they know our biology. Yeah, I feel yeah, like they, it's they a have re- they have receptors that you know, they attack receptors that are in us that they've evolved to attack and it's not just I like every we'll virus find out if people start like becoming um like aliens soon like our corpses rise up i would love that oh my gosh no, let's do that don't say that that's terrible <laughs> what do you mean we live in some kind of sci-fi dystopia it would it would that be that does not sound fun oh well you don't know what fun is apparently Mm-mm. um speaking You're of right. uh before we close this out um about possible motives. I know we talked about motives earlier a little bit with the the numbers, but it turns out, uh, according to an article um, from Time Magazine, that uh, coronavirus, the, the carbon emissions in China have dropped significantly. Let's see, what does it say? One of the deadliest epidemics in decades has dented energy demand and industrial output in China, cutting carbon dioxide emissions by about 100 metric tons, uh, close to what Chile emits in a year. So, uh, Chile. I'm sorry, Chile. Chile. Uh, You gotta say it right. Chile. Um, Chile. So, there's a motive. 
There's a motive. <laughs> we have two motives. Oh, so you think one is to kill all men, <laughs> and one is and to meet the your to help the environment. Yeah, to meet your Paris Accord commitments. <laughs> mm. uh, I feel like basically the course of what's going on. Nobody. I don't think anybody stands to gain a lot. It sounds like the Earth is gaining something, and I mean. Kudos to the earth. Nature will always find a way. Nature will always find a way. I mean, this essentially, conspiracy theories aside, is nature finding a way. Right. It's 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 uh, Earth's own um, immune response to humans. Yeah, kind of. It's like, hey guys, I'm gonna take you out. It's so sad though. I really hope it's not like the Spanish <laughs> flu. <laughs> I don't want to die. <laughs> oh. We're all gonna be dead soon, and then but we'll rise up as alien, like yeah, I'm body snatchers. So there really is no such thing as death anymore. Yeah, great. <laughs> when you can't beat them, deny that they're even there, or at least that appears to be the default setting for many countries, including our own. In response to this novel pathogen, coming up after the break, we discuss all the reasons why denial is the best medicine, or just the medicine that's gonna kill you. Today, it is the coronavirus and a four-day loss now of more than 3,200. I'm glad I'm here. Uh, and as I look at the economic landscape, are we in for more trouble here? Is this potentially a longer slide than just a transient one based on the coronavirus? I'm not an expert, but I do have a strong opinion. New York, as we know it, will no longer exist tomorrow. Look, I grew up here in the days before Starbucks. And if Wall Street crashes, it'll be the 1970s all over again. People will get mean. The streets won't be safe. It'll be graffiti everywhere. And the movies will only cost $3. There was a piece of news which seemed to uh, provide some semblance of confidence back into the market. And so the question in this instance is what could that piece of news be, or do we continue to go south until that piece of news emerges? I think people should freak the geek out. Withdraw all your money and hide it. I'm saying the Disneyfication of New York is over, everyone. At the stroke of midnight, your Lexus is going to turn back into a hot pile of rats fighting over a human finger. Does it worry you right now that the market dynamic is driven so much by what's happening with just levels being hit and then it causing buying or selling does that mean that investors have to then not pay attention or pay attention more what everyone needs to do is just take a deep breath calm down and start preparing their bodies for the thunderdome that is the new law So we're back. Uh, there probably isn't a person alive today that doesn't understand that Chernobyl is shorthand for clusterfuck. Well, it seems its reign as biggest public disaster has a challenger now in the form of coronavirus. And we we got into this a little bit about China and their response, but also kind of like why their response would be so delayed and so disastrous. Um how much of a problem has China actually posed in, in in this this outbreak because of their need for secrecy and their desire to kind of like you know do keep things everything. just yeah. yeah just keep things copacetic control the narrative um, I think they've done quite a bit of damage wasn't there like a uh, physician that caught coronavirus there and then ended up dying and he yeah was like, it was supposed to 
the the yeah. he was like the I guess the what you'd call like a whistleblower or whatever. Yeah. Or he was the the first guy to say, oh yeah yeah, it's here, it's here. It's serious. I thought he got imprisoned too. I thought he was thrown in a jail somewhere for like. I think he was, uh, and then he died of coronavirus. Yeah. The guy in South Korea who's overhead overseeing their response, he's part of the doomsday cult that actually helped spread the coronavirus. Hmm. So it's like, I don't know. On purpose? I mean, I think it's just because of their practices. It's a weird Christian doomsday cult. I don't actually know exactly how, what, what it is about their practices that helped sp- spread it. Yeah. One, it's just interesting because it seems that the idea for keeping the machine rolling, the economy, making mm-hmm. the money flow, um, is the the prime motivating factor for everyone and and i get it i guess that makes a lot of sense because what are we without our jobs right yeah but it also checks about the, the fragility of our system this is a huge um achilles heel in the system if we can't actually address these emergencies in in a in a forthright manner that we actually have yeah. to to deny the reality in order for people to keep going to work, to keep churning out money, to making more billionaires. You know, it's just, it's a weird thing to me. People, I mean, it's like a mass panic. We're having like global fight or flight. And I don't know how this is going to play out long term, but I think, was it the World World Health Organization was basically saying that we need to stop what we're doing as far as quarantine because it's impossible to quarantine this 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 illness and that basically we just have to accept that it's here that it's probably going to become a pandemic and we need to focus our attention on treating the illness and sort of continuing <laughs> to work and do things that we need to because global infrastructure is going to be hit pretty hard if we don't like if we go into this like stay in your houses no one bunker mentality yeah bunker mentality then the world is going to cease to operate which i mean makes sense but also it's like if this really is like spanish flu and we're gonna have like 20 percent of the population taken out I'm not, I don't care about global infrastructure. That, that's <laughs> like, the thing. That's the thing is that like, whose interest is it for us to have global infrastructure? And I mean, I say that living in a desert. So uh, global <laughs> infrastructure means, means getting those food trucks to come to the city yeah. and fill Albertsons. Yeah. But by and large, it's us cogs that yeah. are the system that will are going to bear the brunt of this disease where any kind of like, upset to the natural order it's going to be all of us that feel it the rich folks are going to fly after their epstein islands and quarantine themselves and they'll be like, yeah. ha, 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 and they're going to watch their their stocks go up and down and the, you know they'll come out of this looking with all their gold whereas us we, we will be the ones that are like just have to put a good stiff upper lip and get back in there jimmy get back in those trenches and you go fight fight for your billionaire overlords and earn them some money, you son of a bitch. Because yeah. what is your life meant for anyway? It's so scary though, because like if it does become like that bad, ugh, oh my god! Like, what are we gonna do? I was just reading this article about Costco. <laughs> like all the Costcos all over the place are leaving. Basically, the shelves are empty, full of toilet paper, bottled water, masks, and all of the essentials, because everyone went to Costco in the, all over the nation and just like stocked up in the last few days. 
Exactly. I mean, uh, Mean Green, before we started this the, the podcast, she literally sent me a text from our neighborhood Costco, and it's just like, P- carts and carts and carts filled to the brim with bottled water. And so it's uh. like, yeah, the, I think the panic is already setting in. And this is where my of my two minds are at, of like, is this really that big of a deal? Um, even if you get coronavirus, yeah. if you get coronavirus, is it a death sentence? Because I don't, I don't think we really have a firm mortality rate on this thing. Um, we keep bringing up the Spanish flu. It had a, uh, a, a mortality rate of 20% the last I checked, mm-hmm. um, which is incredibly high. It was the biggest pandemic in, in history that we, uh, current history. And so people keep thinking, they, they keep measuring coronavirus to Spanish flu and, with hindsight, we know, okay, well, let's not do what those idiots did back then. Um, they didn't know some of the basic concepts of virology or epidemiology, yeah. hygiene. Um, so that was a contributing factor. We're smarter, right? We're smarter now. <laughs> we could, uh, I, hope. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> right. Um, but also, people have been conditioned for several decades now on zombie apocalypse lore on you know virus x and the 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 the, the global pandemics there's a, yeah. there's an anxiety in my in my bo- in my head now like oh crap now now i'm the guy who's caught flat-footed um when this thing breaks out i am also feeling i kind of waver between like oh you're overreacting and like you're underreacting <laughs> like these two kind of extremes i don't know i haven't felt like oh that's the appropriate reaction because i don't know what the appropriate reaction because it's like hard to we're not fortune tellers we don't know what's going to happen and then i read things like this so this epidemiologist named juliana grant MD, MPH, she posted on her blog, and it's kind of somewhat going viral, about kind of um, what to expect or what she thinks we can expect. Is this, she had the coronavirus and it was like her three days in hell? No, she did not have the coronavirus. Oh, okay. She just studied, she's an epidemiologist, so she studies epidemics. And she basically said, you know, what can you expect? This is not the zombie apocalypse. Core infrastructure will continue to work, possibly with minor disruptions. There's going to be significant economic disruption. A global recession is likely possible. Significant shortages of supplies. The healthcare system will be hit the hardest because they just don't have enough capacity to affect to treat all the people that will get affected. Daily life is going to be impacted in important ways. You're likely to know someone who dies, which that like, that's kind of frightening, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to hear that. Right. Um, she said, um, basically all we can do right now is try to slow the spread of the disease and, you know, just stay calm, take it seriously, stay home if you're sick. And now is the time to just avoid people is basically what she says. Leave God medical. damn it. She said, leave medical supplies for health. Cancel all non-essential travel. Most of it is non-essential. Avoid large scale gatherings. Work from home if possible. Minimize direct contact with others, including handshakes and hugs. Reduce your trips out of the house. If possible, shop for two weeks of groceries at once or consider having them delivered keep calm and prepare I'm like uh this is terrifying this is literally <laughs> like the worst thing <laughs> i mean it's like i just scary. told you like today we went to this construction thing and the whole right. time i was thinking like this is stupid like this is not the time to be hanging out with people um right. and now so yes now and then <sighs> you know and now with uh 
Charlie Goodshoe says the sniffles makes me further Nuts gives me happy. further anxiety. So kind of keeping on the denial front, um, and also the slash conspiracy front, we we can't not talk about Donald Trump and what he's done. So uh, you can always count on him to to address the situation with dignity, poise, and most of all, the best information. We are uh, totally ready, willing, and able. It's a term that we use. It's ready, willing, and able. We have, we have, uh, it's going to be very well under control. Now, it may get bigger. It may get a little bigger. It may not get bigger at all. We'll see what happens. But regardless of what happens, we're totally prepared. I'm going to be announcing uh, exactly right now that I'm going to be putting our Vice President, Mike Pence, in charge. And Mike will be working with the professionals, doctors, and everybody else that's working. The team is is brilliant. I spent a lot of time with the team over the last couple of weeks, but they're totally brilliant, and we're doing really well, and Mike is going to be in charge, and Mike will report back to me, but he's got a certain talent for this. There have been no deaths in the United States at all. A lot of that's attributable to the fact that we closed the border very early. Otherwise, it could be a different story. So we'll, uh, we'll just keep doing a good job. We're ordering a lot of supplies. We're ordering a lot of a uh, lot of elements that, frankly, we wouldn't be ordering unless it was something like this. But we're ordering a lot of different uh, elements of medical. We are working on cures, and we're getting some very good results. As you know, they're working as rapidly as they can on a vaccine for the future. This is their new hoax. But, you know, we did something that's been pretty amazing. We are 15 people in this massive country, and because of the fact that we went early, we went early. We could have had a lot more than that. One of my people came up to me and said, Mr. President, they tried to beat you on Russia, Russia, Russia. That didn't work out too well. They couldn't do it. They tried the impeachment hoax. That was on a perfect conversation. They tried anything. They tried it over and over. They've been doing it since you got in. It's all turning. They lost. So he's clearly coming off making this sound as though it's one, it's a hoax um, from the Democrats trying to get him uh, to, to, to ruin his reelection campaign. But he's also that's being exacerbated by his his thralls, the, the, his little coterie of people that hang out with him, like Mick Mulvaney, who said at a press conference, the press was covering the hoax on the day because they thought it would bring down the president. The reason you're seeing so much attention to coronavirus today is that they think this is going to be the thing that brings down the president. That's what this is all about. I heard a little bit of Christopher Walken in there, but I'm not going to complain. I mean, uh, yeah, that's what it sounds to me. <laughs> Uh, Later, when asked about Mulvaney's hoax statement, Mike Pompeo refused to say that the outbreak was a hoax at all. Instead, he called the question a gotcha moment. So with leaders like this, is it any wonder that the markets are just crashing right now? Because I think, in my opinion, this is not instill confidence. (laughs) No. And I think that like the markets were great when they thought, oh, yeah, we're getting a guy in here who won't he won't uh, tax us and he'll give us huge tax cuts and it'll be great because that's all that fucking matters in the world. But when you actually need an adult in that fucking chair or who actually handles things like an adult. Yeah. Right. Then then. Oh, shit. We got the wrong guy. We got the wrong guy. And I'm not going to disagree with Donald Trump. In my head, I think God likes Trump. I, no, there's what? so many things that happen to Trump that just 
like I said, just in the last podcast about how he blunders towards success. He does stupid shit and it always works out. This seems as though God's taking his money back. He's, he's like, no, he's, 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 he's no longer interested. He's pulling his investment in Trump and he's saying, here you go. You can have this. You can have this fucking fiasco and this is going to destroy you because it will mm. show it, it is perfectly tailored to every one of his weaknesses. He's not a people person. He, he's, he can't project a sense of compassion or that he gives a shit about us. Instead, he turns it around and says it's a hoax designed specifically to ruin him. You know, that, that, that's I mean, it's egomania so to the nth degree. So, like, are all these people, like, false flags? Is that the whole, is that the theory here? In his mind, he thinks it's just the media, that there's, like, five cases out there, and CNN, who hates him, and MSNBC, uh, are just making a whole ant, uh, mountain out of a molehill. And it's, it's, it's not a big deal. You know, it's not a big deal. They're just doing it, they're just doing it to attack him. And, well, yeah, I mean, if I was a, an investor thinking, oh, shit, this guy does not... He's in another planet. He's on another fucking planet. He's he's not the guy that's going to address this. And his whole response that that press conference was a disaster. Where where the his own yeah. uh, health secretary is like, no 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 no, uh, I'm not being replaced. I I'm still part of this. It's like, are you? <laughs> Do you know if you are? I mean, I don't know. Sounds like so you're not. So they announced that Pence is going to be leading all the messaging about coronavirus. <laughs> you know, Pence with all of his scientific knowledge. Right, um, right. He's going to open a Bible and say, uh, God said to Esther, uh, coronavirus is a myth. I feel like if you think about like how we've had this, uh, the wave of anti-vaxxers and how that whole thing kind of bloomed pretty quickly and has essentially like brought viruses back to life, well, not back to life, but like it's put them more on the center of when we used to think they were like pretty much almost eradicated, some of them, and now they're like pretty, pretty prevalent. Like that kind of, um, I don't know. It's like, they're, they're just avoiding a reality. Like how, I don't know. It's like, uh, that mentality, how is coronavirus going to get through that? Because people have died since this vaccination thing, and you would think that like somebody in those communities would be impacted, but they're still going strong with the non, the anti-vaccine. I mean, it's, it's, it's simply how does religion persist? You know, like how do how do Christian scientists persist? I mean, they 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 issue all kind of medicine, um, mm-hmm. but they're still Christian scientists, and you'd think that they'd be decimated by diseases by this point, which would shake yeah. up their their entire worldview. Um, but there's always ways of defending your own thoughts and and self-regulating your the, the the mythos that you you live in. I don't know. People are able to persist in in wrong ideas and. Even right now, I think that we're struggling. We're trying to figure out what those right ideas are. And I'm sure that we're going to walk away from this with some wrong ideas. <laughs> and Let's hope. <laughs> right. I mean, because right now we're kind of scaring ourselves into a corner. <laughs> I think I'm like in the more freaked out corner. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, which You know, there's is like prob- a, they have the coronavirus quarantine RV park that's only like a few miles away from us. <laughs> what the fuck is that supposed to do? You supposed to buy an RV and just go there? (laughs) No, I don't know. I think they force people into them. Like, oh my God, Alex Jones was right. This is coming full circle. FEMA camps. 
No, FEMA like, camps. But it's only like five or six RVs. But it's that's uh, how it starts. I'm not sure how how it happens, but people who are suspected to have coronavirus, but I guess are just waiting it out, are in these RVs that are just like in my city. And you can see the RVs from the road and there's like two fences and then like a police presence. Yeah. The jackbooted thugs come and <laughs> steal you. That's how you get into an RV. You wake up one night with a flashlight in your face and a gun and say, get up, you're going to the RV park. But like, it sounds like a lot of the other, I don't get how it works because then the other people who have like the, I think the woman who went to South Korea I think she said she was married or something. It sounds like they just stay home. Like, so they're so. Who are these is people anyone, in the RV? Is, is anyone in the RV park right now? Yeah, I think so. How could that possibly be? Because you only have those two cases, or you have more cases? What's going on I don't there? Know what I think it's people that they're monitoring. I feel like that's a bigger story. How come we don't know about your fucking RV park? There's, I mean, there's, it, there's there actually... was an official letter that was sent out. It's like a Washington state letter. They said they were putting it there. Wow, this is a fucking topsy turvy world. I, I just can't get over the fact that like Alex Jones <laughs> may may have come back and, and been right. I, there's a there's a term for it. There's actually a term for it. Wait, what did uh, I it's don't called know. a broken clock? It's called a broken clock. Um, that and it's just kind of a thing that uh, conspiracy theorists. So they say about a million different things. I mean, Alex Jones has also said that there's a bunch of psychic vampires out there that are in cahoots um, with a demon. Yeah, I. E. you're Satan. bound to get right That's, once. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. So, like, say something that's, you know, uh, maybe if you quarantine people in a giant facility, Here. I'm going to call it a FEMA park or FEMA camp. I just posted the article. It's not could be because it definitely is. Like, those are there. Like, they've been there for a while now. Alex Jones, you were right this whole time. Forgive me. Here's the thing. If that's the parking lot of the FEMA camp, mm -hmm. those things are too close together. I mean, you're supposed to quarantine. Oh, I guess you're supposed yeah, to be all ill, right? I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't matter how close you are to the other sick people if you're yeah, sick. Yeah, I don't get what the point is because they're still there. <laughs> State-owned property behind the Washington State Public Health Laboratory has been identified as a site of to quarantine healthy people who may have been exposed to the novel coronavirus. Coronavirus, according to the state health department. The site near the laboratory likely will be ready over the weekend if there's need for traveler to be quarantined. Each. Doesn't sound like anybody's yeah, in there right now. Each RV has space for six people. That's weird. Hopefully that's a family, not just other <laughs> just healthy people you people. suspect are fucking... And it's a reality that, show yeah, a that's going to debut next <laughs> month. <Right. laughs> Quarantine Park. <laughs> You'll meet your love. You'll meet your next wife, or you'll die. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is sad. <laughs> so let's let's talk about uh, how we can prevent ourselves from dying. Uh, we said that you know the Costco's have been uh, depleted of their supplies. Um, what what is your plan? Do you have a plan yet, or are you plan. still devising anything? We have a plan, and we've started casually engaging it. Um, we've bought kind of the, the staples that all the other people bought. So like, I mean, there's actually directives, so we're just following the directives. I think like the CDC and some other places have said like buy basically essentials for staying home. Like if you needed to stay home. Okay. So we bought like toilet paper and paper towels and, um, we did buy more like medicine for our son in case he gets sick. Um, and then I bought... Because if I get sick, because I have an autoimmune disease, I can't really take a lot of things. Um, 
So I bought more of my, my go-to woo treatment, which is monolaurin. Yeah. <laughs> monolaurin. I, uh, it works though. I, it kept me from getting norovirus, which I feel like is strong empirical <laughs> evidence because that shit's really <laughs> contagious. Um, and I got more elderberry, which is a staple of the woo household. Also very effective. I found. So I got my, my woo supplies. We bought, um, what else did we buy? We bought some water filters for water. Um, and then that's what we need. I need a water. I, I was thinking yeah, about that too. I need a water, water filter. filters. It's too late now. <laughs> I'm fucked. Amazon. Um, and then we also bought, um, my bun is obsessed with, uh, I don't know why. I think it's cause he watches that show with the, uh, apocalypse with the people in this doomsday preppers zombies i don't know whatever show it is the walking dead oh the walking dead yeah so he he seems to have become obsessed with sort of like having an emergency preparedness kit okay so we actually have quite a bit of um emergency supplies anyways um so most of this focus was like on food so he ordered like tons of like dry goods and um canned food so just basically like long-term like jerky and like uh, protein bars, stuff like that. So, th- how long does a protein bar last on the shelf? I think they're pretty shelf stable. According to Dwight Schrute, mm-hmm. uh, even your canned goods have a shelf life. Everything has a shelf life. I thought canned goods were just permanently good. No. That's why they're they're apocalypse staples. You just crack a bottle of beans from. 1950, and you're good. You're having some bean food. They have a shelf life. I mean, they have a longer shelf life, unless they say... So usually it's the ones that have salt that last longer. But um, so the low sodium things. Hey man, don't don't worry about your high sodium diet yeah, in the apocalypse. Right. It's uh yeah, <laughs> carb up, eat some sodium. You'll be starving. I mean, yeah. you've got days to live. I feel like you just want to get a nice variety because I think that like if it, it was like a real apocalypse you need to have vegetables because that's where you're gonna get some problems what do you that, that's that, that you, you know you can't have vegetables in the apocalypse unless you're gonna grow them i mean if it was like a true apocalypse yeah you would grow them also do, do you have apocalypse plans i have apocalypse plans i mean they're, they're, at this point the coronavirus plans and apocalypse plans are the same plans okay well i don't think my mine aren't quite there because this would be like full-on get out of dodge kind of plans the collapse of western yeah. civilization plans it would be to go okay. to th- again again <laughs> i think they're the same plans but keep, keep going it would be go to the upper peninsula of michigan like that's the destination how the fuck are you gonna get to the upper peninsula <laughs> of michigan i mean we could try I mean, driving as much as we can and then walking <laughs> <laughs> dying on the way possibly uh that's a terrible hey, plan your plan do it, can't require do driving to the middle of the country, yeah. not even the middle. You're like you're like two thirds into the country from where you're at. I'm gonna I'm gonna go there. Um, you can't tell me not to. Okay, H- how are you gonna? I mean, yeah, you need gas. I mean, it's not like, gas is gonna be one of those things like water on the shelves of Costco. It's gone. We'll carjack till we get there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you don't even have any guns. We'll get a gun. Uh, a gun? Yeah. You have to then you have to like weld uh, like plates of metal onto your cars so Why? you're bulletproof. Oh, that's so exhausting. Because people are going to be shooting at you to eat your blood. Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know if I could do that. Your plan is know, your plan's far. got holes. I mean, you you live in a very rural area. You should be able to just drive off into the countryside and just hunker down somewhere. You need to find. You need to start building a cabin right well, now. I will say that out of trees and felled logs. In that show that was called Life After People, they did say that our geographic area will probably would be okay because it's for Christ it's very uh, that that area. I mean, not exactly Seattle, but um, the uh, the northwest of of, yeah. of the United States has been specifically pointed out by all the preppers almost universally it's called the northern readout they're gonna head here yeah i mean it's more like eastern washington eastern oregon idaho all of idaho of course and some of uh, montana is called the like the 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 northern readout or the american readout the the place where you're supposed to go and run off to to survive any terrible things it's basically just you know it's it's eden up there there's Hmm. there's, everything you want is in that area have they been to idaho You got water, you got grazing land, you've got privacy. You got neo-Nazis. And, uh, well, I mean, that's those are the only people who are going to survive the apocalypse. Probably. they have lots of guns. Yeah, and they've been, they, they're the ones that want this the most. I yeah, mean, the world they live in is hell. Yeah. No one likes Nazis in this world. They're waiting for the next world. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, so they're, they're waiting for that apocalypse. They of. I'm sure if you could rate, like, ask anyone, any population group in America who wants the apocalypse the most, it's fucking Nazis. Yeah. They're like, yes, I want a place where it's just us white bread fuckers <laughs> hanging out with killing moose. You know, that's that's paradise to me. Sounds like a beautiful dream <laughs> that you've painted. Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the complicated thing is that now that we're all kind of like joining their worldview, they're the big losers in the apocalypse because now all the fucking California libtards are going to come to the American readout. And they said, I heard this was a good place. I was reading uh, your website. When the hit shit's a fan, uh, we're here. Let's, uh, where's the Starbucks? Hmm. So, yeah, I, I would say you need guns. I, uh, you, need to, you need some guns. Do you guys have guns? We have, uh, we have one gun. You have guns? Very, oh, my God. Very effective weapon. Woo. Anyone listening to this podcast? <laughs> Don't come up to my fucking castle, people. <laughs> Dang. Is it secured? Um, I mean, in my hands it is. Oh, my God. Boom! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> okay. Uh, and uh, let's see. Other than that, we're, we have nothing. So um, uh, there's a guy I work with uh, named Curtis. Uh, shout out to Curtis. Uh, he's gone full in. We, when we talk about uh, apocalypse preparation... He doesn't believe in preparation. He's mm. gone full marauder. He's like, if this shit I'll just kill goes everybody. down, he's just I, I'm joining the Raiders. Right. I I have nothing on. I have nothing for that. He he knows how to fight, so he's got that. He has a, a something he can trade in the marauder camps. Mm. So he's just gonna go full marauder. He's just gonna just go into people's houses, steal what they got, and live off the quote unquote land. <sighs> These people, honestly, I can't. I shouldn't knock it because that's essentially. The only plan I have right now, other than I have the gun, yeah. <laughs> so, and I have a little bit of water. I think we're running out of toilet paper. I don't think we've uh, stocked up on toilet paper, so now we're screwed because all the toilet paper in the world Just is gone. Bidet. Now, yeah, it's too late. <laughs> it's too late. I'm sure everyone has the bidets now. <laughs> um, another listener of the podcast, he he owns his own bidet. He installed it. Oh wow. Um, yeah, he's, he's a big big fan of the bidets. He he goes on and on about the bidets. Yeah, oh. that's uh. Cornell, that's a little shout out to Cornell. <laughs> Curtis and Cornell just got shout outs from the the, the, old, the old podcast here. But yeah, uh, but here's the thing though. Other than I, in in this situation, we're probably not going to run out of water. You know, um, no, unless like 
you think uh, like workers are impacted and stop going to work to? But they don't pump the water. The water just comes. I mean, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but water just is 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 is, 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 is coming through a well, and we don't uh, have I mean, well it, water. It's not being pumped anywhere, is it? I think there's more than there's there's some processes that involve people, because I know there was like a. I'm sure to clean the water. I'm sure water, yeah, water reclamation and yeah. treatment. Well, you don't want shit water coming through your faucets, do you? I mean, that's the thing. You can always boil it. I mean, there's natural gas. I mean, how are you going to boil it? We have a we we have a dam. We have the old Hoover Dam over here. So electricity's not going to go away. You don't think electricity will go away? Not for us. For you, probably. Thanks. Um. Ours goes out all the time too. So ours probably will go. I mean, we're right next to the dam that fucking powers like California. We're not. I mean, we, well, we'll just cut the lines and keep it all for ourselves. Mm. Um, so I, we're we're good on power. Um, we probably I think we're good power. on water. The only thing we need is food. Yeah, you guys are not good this, on food. <laughs> no, Nothing we live in suburbia there. though, so I feel like we live amongst the food. You know, when people go to sleep, we just sneak into their house. You know. Chop off an arm or a leg. But that's only going to last for so long. You'd have to leave. Mm, maybe. I don't know. It's not a great plan. We're still working on it. All right. Hopefully, if you're listening to this podcast, you have been terrified <laughs> into doing something absolutely rash. It's depressing. <laughs> God. Yes. Uh, we've had some depressing uh, podcasts, but this is a, this is a doozy. Yeah. This one's pretty bad. All right. So that was the show. Um... You can reach us on Facebook at Far Off Topic Show and Far Off Topic everywhere else. Um, you can reach me at Fiasco Jones and Tiwi at Jenny Said Stuff. If you like what you hear, and you probably don't, it's probably terrified you. Uh, but if you did like what you hear, uh, click on that subscribe button. We're available on all the podcast services out there. I don't know about you, but I actually like Spotify because it actually does the one thing that I think a good podcast app should do and it goes to the next most recent uh <laughs> podcast instead of like going down to the one you just heard <laughs> it's like it goes up to the next most recent it's a smart thing but some of them don't do that and it's just irritating so spotify spotify is my place um if you'd like to show your support feel free to comment or rate most of all thank you for listening and until you hear from us again so mode it be so mode it be